It's the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. The National Security Hour exposes the wolves in sheep's clothing and their nefarious plots to undermine and destroy U.S. national security. We want to wel- welcome you back to the National Security Hour on America Out Loud dot news. America Out Loud dot news on iHeartRadio, the voice of freedom, the out loud truth, where you come to hear military and intel experts. This week on the National Security Hour, your host, Dr. Michael Shoyer, New York Times bestselling author, and me, Colonel Mike, we're going to talk a little bit about the out loud truth. America Out Loud talk radio plays on the iHeartRadio network. You can also hear us and listen to us on our media player from any web browser anywhere in the world where you can hook up to Internet. We have the best in class apps on Apple, Android, Alexa, that's AAA. We stream 24-7, and now you can also hear them on the podcast on the same apps. All of our shows on the network, you typically go to podcast after after they're live within one to two days after the broadcast is heard talk on talk radio. You can hear them on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, iHeart Podcast, and many more. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show on Apple Podcasts for us. And we mean that because Apple gives us the best stats, okay? And be sure to make America Out Loud dot news your daily stop for the latest news and happenings. By the way, if you look at the new website, it's really crisp and there's a lot of good articles up there, a lot of things you want to share. So we almost do our part and share the stories, the articles, the videos, so we can help secure America's future. And with that, and as Malcolm says, with liberty and justice for all, we will right now go to say hello to Dr. Michael Shoyer. Welcome back, Dr. Mike. Thank you, Colonel. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Oh, by the way, we're on every Monday at 8 o'clock. New time, 8 o'clock. Mark that. It's 8 o'clock. Colonel Mike, Dr. Mike on the National Security Act. So, Mike, uh, you know, this is an evergreen show, but just let's say for the last, for the purpose of being evergreen, okay? Uh, the big thing, the big, the big kahuna, Tucker nailed it. He got Putin. Uh, did the Putin interview. And uh, naturally, everybody had red rats. They were gr- they were growing fleas and and all kinds of, uh, I guess, STDs. You know, the mm-hmm. mainstream media after watching that, you know, calling him a traitor. You know, but when they were interviewing Putin, you know, Barbara Walters and the the rest of the mainstream media it wasn't a problem. However, it was pretty good. I listened to a lot of it. I didn't finish it. It's kind of long. Um, you know. My take is is your take. Your take is my take on this. It's pretty much like non-intervention, which is what you've been saying for years, Ron Paul. Uh, but there's a lot of people, you know, including this network and including on uh, the national security who, who have different points of view. And this is why I like being on AmericaOutloud.news because it's a diversity of opinion. Okay, and uh, it's where you can come and speak. And speak your your opinion and, and your you know your mind. Um, we, meaning Doctor Mike and Colonel Mike, really don't agree with a lot of these people because it's the Cold War. It's like Cheerios for heroes, you know. Uh, it's the Cold War mentality of, you know, we have to do this to Putin. We have to do this to Putin. But all of these people who speak about and the way they speak about Putin 
have very little substance about the border other than we have to close the border, other than Mike Johnson's wrong, other than, you know, one or two congressmen jumping up and screaming about an open border, other than, you know, a governor late to the game, uh, you know, now we're going to send troops to the border after, I don't know, 10, 11 million people are in here. Again, we'll go with the Michael Yarn story of military age men, Eagle Pass, Darien Gap. I mean, we've seen it. Everybody who has a podcast or a show has been down at the Darien, Darien Gap. It's been down to the border. Michael's been on many shows. Um, but again, our it's our Congress people, our elected people who should be down there, not just for the photo op one time. They should be there seven days a week. We shouldn't give them a paycheck until they stay there and camp out in tents, you know? Um, so with that, I want to get your opinion on the Putin with uh, with Tucker, which, hey, you know, God bless him. You know, he nails it, gets it. In, and uh, But we have people who are saying, well, you know, this is a deception. This is a diversion. Um, you know, we, we have to focus on this. We have to focus on that. In the meantime, the balloons came over, and now we found out they captured all the uh, thing, and we have a sheriff we're going to talk about, too. But what's your opinion, Mike? I thought the, the the interview was a very timely piece of um, uh, media work, and especially for the American people to understand that the, there is no American leader, um, perhaps Trump, but in terms of self-possession, being well-spoken, knowing his country's history up and down the line, and making a great deal of common sense, uh, Putin was head and shoulders above any other Western leader that I can think of. Uh, you know, whether it's uh, Macron, Macron or whatever nitwit is in power in the UK, Justin Trudeau, uh, Bill Clinton, uh, uh, Joe Biden, uh, uh, Kamala. I mean, he was a professional man doing his job and explaining why he was doing it and what the Russian people expected of him. And I thought it was, you know, it, 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 Tucker was a little childish talking about that uh, American who's being held. Uh, you, you know, that's that's to be done in private circumstances. I don't think Putin was going to let himself appear to be paying back uh, uh, Tucker for interviewing him by agreeing to release the guy. But there was a man who stood up for his country in a calm voice, and uh, we have really nothing in the, in our in our comments about him. We have really nothing that sticks. We we say, oh, well, he killed one of his opponents or three of his opponents. Well, how many Americans did Biden kill this year because of fentanyl coming in the country and by the people coming across the border? Uh, same with the Europeans, the European so-called leaders, with the exception of the Hungarian chief in, in, in at, at one point the, the the Polish chief, but no longer. But I think in that sense, it was a tremendous victory for Americans if they took the time to listen to it. And uh, 
describing the costs of intervention, I think no foreign leader has been as effective in describing the manner in which our interventions abroad are seen, uh, felt, and feared by the people who we are playing around with. Uh, it is a, it's, it's always a disaster for us, and yet we continue to push that. And Putin, Putin put that very clearly. You know, he said, listen, this is what you did. Why did you do it? Uh, and, and, it and when it comes down to it, what we did in Ukraine was basically to prepare for war against, uh, against Russia. And so I think, Colonel, it was, it was a very, very interesting and prominent uh, uh, piece in you know this this last 20 years of of media it really is a foreign leader talking with knowledge both of his country and of knowledge based on observation and discussion with the united states on how two-faced we are on how uh how we lack cognizance of our impact on others and their feelings about us in return and the very, very um, uh, nonchalance and uneducated uh, policies that we make up to apply to the world that only lead to our uh, ever ever deepening into the into the mud. Uh, so I, I I enjoyed it. I thought it was useful, and I hoped a lot of Americans listened to it. it has nothing to do with about not wanting to blo- to. Uh, fly the flag or support America. But we're supporting a nation that has been at war continually since 1945, has won nothing, has lost tens of thousands of young men and women, unalterable uh, or, or, you know, unutterable rather, amounts of money, and continues to seek war even as it's destroying its own military and allowing it an un uncounted numbers of foreign criminals, military-aged men, former convicts, uh, sick people into this country. So uh, it was a very good, it's a very good uh, uh, two hours for Americans to listen to and then reflect on what's going on in this country since the end of World War II. And I, well, I, I, think, I think he was pretty honest in, in assessing you know, why are we doing this to ourselves yeah. if it's a democracy? Um, he clearly he clearly was on target on knowing the history of his country and Ukraine and Europe. And, you know, what I really zeroed in on, Mike, you know, uh, because I don't, I don't know, years ago we spoke about it when they took down Gaddafi. But, uh, you know, I, I always focused on that handshake between Condoleezza Rice and Gaddafi when we we said we would be partners and so on. And then after that, you know, they took him down. But yeah. you know, the way he said, you know, you can't trust you people anymore, you know, with this uh, NATO expansion, we, we were told this and we were told that. And, and little by little, you inched up and you did something in Georgia, you did something here, another conflict there. And, you know, it was like, wink, wink. What do you think? We, we didn't see it. We live here. We know what you were doing. Yeah. And then the way he explained you know, uh, the coup, or the double coup in, in Ukraine, you know, the, the CIA, you know, putting billions of dollars. And I thought it was a real chuckle 
when he said, yeah, you remember you wanted to join the CIA. <laughs> I said, wow, you know, this guy's really on the target, you know, and but he he's a very smart, bright guy. Now, there are people who are going to listen to this network and including the National Security Hour, because we got five, four other shows on this National Security Hour, who may say, well, you know, let me tell you what I know. Well, I just want to tell you what I heard, what we know, what you knew, what you did know, what we knew in the past, what's going to happen in the future. Nobody could be, you know, only God knows the future. But he was crisp. He was clear. He was precise. Now, this could be a big deception. Again, you know, what he didn't do, I'll give him credit. He didn't throw Hillary under the bus. He didn't throw Clinton under the bus. He didn't tell you how much they paid the Clinton foundations, the Clinton's speeches, the uranium deal this way, that way. And other. we know what they did with the Clintons. OK, some people may not know, but it's simple. You could look it up. It's everywhere on the Web. Uh, Clinton was very good friends with him. So was Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton got five hundred thousand for one speech. Right. Yeah. He didn't throw them under the bus and say, hey, guess what, guys? You know, how about Hillary Clinton? How about this? You know, because he doesn't do the mainstream media like America does. You know what I mean? He 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 was was very. You're right. That's a very good point, Colonel. He was very cognizant of his responsibility to protect information that was given him. Exactly. uh, By a by another country. I I I I missed that when I spoke, and I shouldn't have. It was a. It's a very. No, that's okay, Mike. It's it's true. I mean, he there were certain things he would not say, and Tucker, you know, pushed him a little bit, but. He was like, you know, hey, listen, I'm I'm a world leader and, you know, I don't kiss and tell. And and some of this stuff is classified and some of this stuff. we, By the way, we were he said we worked together on certain issues, too, yeah. you know, with regards to terrorism. And he tipped us off a few times. Right. So uh, I think if I had to give that uh, what is that a one out of ten, a five out of six, a five star. I don't know. I give that a ten star. That was a good one. Good for Tucker right. and good for the country, because now, you know. The assholes we got up on the hill. Okay. And the best interview, uh, one of the best interviews I think I've seen in the last quarter century. Well, here's what I think, Mike. I was expecting, I really was expecting them to go to the crypt and bring out Condoleezza Rice or, you know, somebody like Donna Brazil or, you know, uh, Dick Morris, the frog. I I forgot his name last week when we were talking about a movie. I did did too, Colonel. Yeah. Dick Morris, the bullfrog. I was expecting some of these old Clinton Bush people to come out and say, well, let me tell you what the, what he was really saying. Oh, that's not true. What he was saying, that, they can't because basically it was check on the chessboard. Yeah. What he said was, I know what you're doing. I know what you've been doing. I know what you're doing in the past. I know what you're going to do in the future. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know, the remark about Nord Stream was just incredible. He says, who else yeah. would go down that far? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, basically, I think at that point he was saying, I don't think the Europeans had the money to do it. So there was only one country that could print enough to do it. Yeah. That's so exactly right. Yeah, it always comes we, down. I think as they attack him, now, it, it, it will come down to how many people he killed. And I guess I would say, uh, you know, we should stop that kind of stuff. Primarily because this government killed three million people in the United States with their vaccines, and uh, how many 60, 63 million infants? We oh wallow. the American Holocaust, the American Holocaust. That's right. We 63. wallow in blood, Colonel. 
These people All are right. butchers. That's because they, right. they don't believe in God. They don't believe there's going to be any facing of uh, consequences. And so they murdered carelessly and they murdered deliberately. And they somehow have convinced women that you can't be a strong woman, woman unless you unless you murder babies. That's a big part of feminism is murder. Well, you, could, you, could, you could do weightlifting, too. Go to a gym and do weightlifting. Yeah, I guess that's right. I guess that's right, Colonel. All right, let's come up on the first commercial. We're coming up on the first commercial. So that's our rant, and that's our our take on Tucker and uh, uh, Vladimir Putin. Hopefully, we'll have one of our friends on, Dimitri, who works with Lavrov, uh, on our podcast, the Two Mics podcast. Yeah. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get an assessment from Dimitri, I guess, hopefully in the next week or two, as soon as he connects with us. And we want to thank you for joining us on the National Security Hour. Uh, we're going to go to a commercial break, and we'll see you on the other side. You've all heard Dr. McCullough and others share over and over the value of keeping your sinuses cleansed. It's a smart move all year, but even more so when we're cooped up inside. It's not really open for debate any longer. Those that live smart and live well pay attention to nasal and oral hygiene. Cofix RX has just the tools for the job with our nasal and throat cleanse. Click the CofixRx banner on americaoutloud.shop to get 20% off your entire order. That's right, americaoutloud.shop. Use coupon code OUTLOUD. That's coupon code OUTLOUD for 20% off your entire order. Use CofixRx because it works. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus and strengthen recall. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back to the National Security Hour on the America Out Loud News Network, where you come to hear military and intel experts and with liberty and justice for all. We will now go to segment two. Dr. Mike, okay, this is what I want to run by you. I just saw this the other day, and it said one of the last great places in America, Montana, has now been invaded by cartels, and the drugs are flowing big time. Not heard in the media, not heard in the media, just just hit small media. However, the big news, Mike, is dementia, Joe. Okay, now, this is a national security issue, and you're on with military and intel experts, okay? What did they say about Trump? They wanted to dump Trump. He wasn't, you know, he had to get out of the office. He wasn't capable. He was too old. And now they're faced, what they said about Trump, they're faced with that, and the Democrats are angry because of what some judge said about Joe Biden. You can't hide this. You you can't hide this. There's no more secret service. You know, you can't do anything about this. You no. can't just put them in the basement. 
you know, we do have a national crisis and this guy, you know, he's supposed to be in charge of the football. Okay. So what do we do about this, Mike? Uh, I don't know. They they got away with it a long time. It was clear he was demented during the uh, campaign. And when he, you know, the way he spoke then, the way he couldn't find himself uh, out of a room, get himself out of a room. So it, it, they got a lot of mileage and a lot of money out of uh, a, a basically a, a walking corpse for a long time. And now it's come to an end. And, you know, the, as the as the pro- special prosecutor said, how, I could never win a case against a, a doddering old man who is uh, has a terrible memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's why they declined uh, put him above the law. I guess if you're crazy, then you're above the law. But I, it's it's a funny thing, Colonel Lee, that we are stuck now with this guy. I, I'm I'm frankly not sure what pulls the trigger on the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Is it um, a consensus of the cabinet? Is it a consensus of the of the DOJ and uh, action has to be suggested by the attorney general? I don't know. But right now we're led by a non-entity who surrounded himself with a, non- a bunch of pro-Israel non-entities in his cabinet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like there's no American in the room there. They're all... Beholden. Well, there's pro-Ukrainian. There's pro-Israel. There's yes. pro-Chinese. It's yep. not just one country, Mike. It's three countries. It is pro- at China, least three countries pro- that we know of, Colonel. Right, that we know of. Okay. Yeah. There's three countries there. So I just want to clarify: we're not anti-Semitic. We're not anti-pistachio or whatever else you have to say about it. And uh, we're not Israel haters. We're not Jew haters. Uh, we're just calling it like it is. We're calling it like it is. You well, know, I have to admit, we- Colonel. It- I really don't like the Boston Red Sox, so I'm not entirely without hatred. But let me tell you who does hate. That's the ADL. They go after the American people. The ADL goes after the American white people, the Christian nationalists, the the Christians. And you guys are haters. You guys are haters. Okay, so we're telling you straight up on the National Security Hour. And we'll tell you on the Two Mics podcast all the time. Okay, so, you know, just calm down a little bit. Remember when the, uh, what was it, the, Mike, what was that, ACLU? They used to be hanging out with the KKK. Hey, they got these freedom, you know, freedom of speech. White crackpots with the, t- the tin hat, the white hat. Well, uh, they're all Democratic yeah. organizations. You know, the, the mm-hmm. Ku Klux Klan, uh, the a- ACLU, the uh, ADL. Uh, and it, it's, and all, all over, it's all of a piece, Colonel. And the Southern Poverty Law Center. Southern Poverty Law <laughs> you know, they 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 alerted the FBI to the fact that white people who buy Bibles are dangerous and extremists. Yeah, okay, thank you very much. So I just well, want to get all four of them. They they provide a brigade of anti-Americanism that is pretty strong. And well, it'd be, you want it'd to be talk about hatred? They, as you said, they are the haters. It's either the fifth or the sixth column. They're in one of those columns anyway. They could fill both. Yeah. So, okay, now we have the drugs in Montana, you know, nice place. They raised a nice beef. The cartels are all over. They invaded Utah years ago. I told you about the Mormons when they brought in the uh, these guys from the islands, the Maoris and all them, and the gangsters coming over the board. They, listen, the Mormons were ahead of this thing on the border stuff because they were bringing in people from Mexico for a long time from other parts of the world. Yeah. Okay, our biggest problem now 
is our border. We're talking about dementia. We're talking about and and now they want to negotiate the boy. Listen, the biggest one of the biggest national security problems is the border. It's happened. It's been happening. You know, how do you close it? Now they want to send National Guard day late, dollar short, whatever, you know, and who knows what's inside here. And here's the best part, Mike. This is what I want to discuss with you, because you were big on this stuff with Afghanistan and the Middle East. OK, we said it, what, 13, 10, 4, I don't know how many years ago. OK, the sleepers that were in here from the time of uh, oh, many coming in. Now you have a new generation coming in. Who knows coming in, the Hezies, whatever, you know? And these guys are inside here already. And you got people in Washington. You got people in New York. You got people, po- political party, both political parties. You got people on the media, in the media saying, we have to go, we have to defend Israel. We have to go to war. We have to bomb Iran. We got, you know, it's like John McCain coming out of the grave, bomb, bomb Iran, you know? Yeah. Look, listen, guys, this is not a soft, like a, a tap shoe, you know? This is not a soft step. You you, call, you keep talking like this about what we got to do to Iran or what we got to do in the Middle East and what we have to do and what we have to support, what we have to do and what we have to do and what we have to do. And we have to go here and there and there and there and there. And they kill four of these guys and three of these guys. You know, guys are inside here. You've never seen the stuff hit the fan in America. The only thing you saw in America was 9-11 and Oklahoma. 9-11, Oklahoma. 9-11, Oklahoma. Okay. But if this thing becomes at your local 7-Eleven, right, or your local Costco or your local Sam's Club, I'm going to tell you something. (laughs) You're not going to watch sports anymore like you're going to do, you know, every day, every Sunday. Okay, you're going to be thinking about what am I going to do for my family? What am I going to do for food? What am I going to do for toilet paper? How are we going to be secure? Should, Should we have six more guns? Do we have ammunition? Listen, there's a whole reason these people are coming in. It's not just votes. The Democratic Party. And the Republicans, too, are bringing us to, I don't know, Mike, what do you say? Where, where are we going? What road are we going down? We're going toward dissolution of this country, I think, yeah. would, would be a fair thing to say. Marching towards hell. Yes, marching toward hell. <laughs> Michael's <laughs> book was called Marching Towards Hell. <laughs> we, you know, it, it's it's astounding to me. 9/11, the 9-11 attack was an extraordinary operation in terms of difficulty time consumption and and just plain luck to put together and yet all the stuff we're hearing now we have ray running around the country saying the the lights are uh, the red lights are are beeping you know are really uh the, there's so many dangers well they never told the americans that before 9-11, it was only after 9-11 that Tenet came out, and who was the director of the CIA at that time, and said, oh, I knew that the red lights were you know, going on and off and on and off and on and off. And if he had come out maybe six months sooner when they were then, maybe Americans would have begun to ask and put some pressure on, why aren't you doing something about it? But 9-11 occurred because we failed to do the necessary, and which was to kill Osama bin Laden. And uh, th- those deaths, too, are on the hands of that government and probably on my hands. I could not convince them to do what was within our capability and within our, within our international um, responsibilities. 
All right, Dr. Mike, how many opportunities did you have? And behind door number one and two and three, how many opportunities did you have to take out Osama bin Laden? We had at least 10 opportunities that we gave to the Clinton administration. I was 10 for Clinton. Yeah. yeah, 10 for Clinton. They turned down every one of them. And the oh. FBI turned down, helped dis- discourage or helped destroy one of the best opportunities we had simply because they were they wouldn't have gotten credit for the for the scalp. I had So they wanted scalp credit. Right. I had a very sounds just, like, sounds just like American sounds just like American intel. Well, yeah. that agency didn't give me the information, so I'm not giving them anything. Yeah. Well, what they but wanted, I'll retire, but, but I'll yeah. retire happy. Yeah. I'll sit on a board. <clears throat> well, uh, it's it, it's only common sense, you know, that, that after we we they attacked us, we found out that um, why they did it was because it was so hard to entice us to come into their country. And as night follows day, 9-11 got them exactly what they wanted. And not only in Afghanistan, but in Iraq. They wanted to get our young men and women on a field of battle where they could kill them and drive them crazy and show the foolishness of the flag officer leadership that dominates the U.S. military. And we mm. did that by with 20 years in Iraq and 20 years in Afghanistan. It's... it's uh, and the way to a, the reason they did it was because it was so hard at the time to get people into the United States. The borders were, were were not secure, but they were much more secure than they used to be. And it was not as easy to get people in here. Now, I don't think you have to bother with anything like a 9-11 attack because you flooded or that they have flooded this country, whether they're they are Islamists, uh, Russians, Iranians. Uh, Chinese. Oh my gosh, I'm thinking of all that food diversity of food. Oh my gosh, the culinary we we never had. Oh my gosh. Mike, I have another thing I want to touch on. Uh, Recently in the Washington, uh, Wall Street Journal, there was an article, it was front page too, Matt has secretly advised Monarch on Yemen war records show. And the subtitle says, U.S. officials approved the retired Marine General's work for the UAE then fought to conceal it from the public. So, you know, he was uh, he uh, he was doing a little. This is uh, back in 2015. OK. And uh, Mad Dog, I looked at that title and I said, I'd say, is that Mad Dog or Mad Money? What took place there, Mike? What do you well, think? I think, I think it's probably both. Yeah. There's a man who spent his career speaking about the glory of America. And how it, it's essential to defend it, and now he's out working for Arabs who work against America most of the time. Well, he's probably on a board or two and lobby shop too, right? I don't really know what he does, but he's certainly not the man that everyone thought he was. Right? Um, Isn't that something, Mike? Everybody thought he was, you know, Mister Marine, right? Wasn't yeah. Mister Marine? And he Maybe. just turned out another. Turned out to be another, uh, you know, another panhandler out there to make a buck. You mean post career? Yes. Oh, okay. Thank you. And you can and you can uh, you can make you can bet your last dollar that he made an enormous number of dollars, or maybe he has to be paid in gold now. I don't know. Um, from whatever uh, Arab chieftain he worked for, 
it's a shame. It's another it's another strike against this, uh, really a beloved American institution in the Marine Corps. But even more than that, the American elite class, uh, it, they're just a pathetic bunch. And uh, there's not much more to say than that, Colonel. Well, okay, let's uh, let's go right to it. Hey, uh, you know, the, the buzz is out, the red lights are flashing, and they're not flashing in Amsterdam, they're flashing in America. So it's not about the women, it's about what's in front of us. So we have this sheriff. Did you look at that sheriff thing, Mike, about I the did. sheriff? Uh, and I, and I, I found one with a little bit more information on it, too. All man. right. So tell us, let's let's go with the sheriff. Mike, you share that with the audience. Go ahead. The, it was a, the sheriff of Butler County in Ohio who had just come back from a four or five day seminar in Washington about the domestic uh, security situation. And he said that uh, first, you know, or second, let me do the second part. Second, he noted that 3,300 sheriffs and their organization have asked Biden for several years now to sit down with them and listen to what's going on in the country, and he refused. And it, Biden has also refused to speak with every police force in the country, urban, uh, rural, county, whatever. He's refused to speak to them. And this this sheriff from from uh, Ohio said that Ray came in and gave a long presentation on the dire threat to the United States with all the, uh, not code words, but uh, uh, mantras of, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when, and it's not a question of one or two, but how many dozen. And he he used or, or, um, tenant's line about, Oh, the red lights are flashing, and yeah, well, he's been lighting those lights, and and Biden's administration has been light, lighting those lights, and um, by letting people into this country. And so, the sheriff said, you know, I have to say that I would advise citizens to, in terms of uh, making sure they had uh, water protection, uh, some kind of a security place to hold up in. Because the country is not ready for what we, meaning I believe those 3,000 sheriffs, are seeing on the ground and have been seeing on the ground for the last year. So it was only a five-minute clip, but it was, it was really a, because of who he is and his, the kind of transparent honesty he was speaking with. Uh, it really is something. And of course, that speech that, that he recounted, Ray giving, has never been heard by the American people. And it seems like Ray is up. Um, speaking to the Congress every, you know, every week or every other week on some other issue, but mostly security issues. And he's never said that. So it, it basically, the sheriff said at the end, uh, to, it amounted to what he said, You're, we are on our own. Don't count on the federal government or many state governments for anything. Uh, we've been saying that for a couple of years now, right? Yeah. You know, nobody, coming, no, there's nobody coming to help you. No. And when it's all said and done, they'll be in a lockdown mode. And I, I think the best time this should happen. Let me see. I'm going to go to my eight ball. Remember the can, the toy eight ball when you yes. were a little child you used my to buy it. Used to throw it at me. Yeah, you, you know the eight ball, not the eight ball cocaine guys. The eight ball is the black one that you sh and it gives you the answers like the genie, right? Yes. Going to my eight ball, I would look and say right now. Why is this happening now, Sheriff? Why is this happening now, Dr. Mike? Why is this happening now, Ray? 
Oh, that's right. 2024 election year. Yeah. Oh, we've been at a better time. Hey, we got to get out of here quick. So we're going to go to the break. Say hello to the sponsors. As we go to the break, say hello to the sponsors, and we'll see you on the other side for the last segment. You're on the National Security Hour on AmericaOutloud.news with Colonel Mike and Dr. Mike. And Dr. Mike, he's a little slow today because I could tell the caffeine level is down. It's down. <laughs> cups. He's down. I could just tell on the speed. See you on the other side. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Asiya believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our Redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. Asiya, we power potential. For exclusive savings, use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back. You're on the National Security Hour. Dr. Michael Shoy, Colonel Mike on AmericaOutloud.news, AmericaOutloud.news, where you come to hear military and intel experts. Hey, this is the final segment, Dr. Mike. So why don't you start it? All right. I was just going to say uh, people who have listened. You don't have to go to say it. Just say it. People who (laughs) have been listening to us for more than a year now or just about a year have heard us speak of many of these topics over and over again. And that doesn't come necessarily because we're 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 not smart, we're not mm-hmm. geniuses, but we're kind of up to date. And it it ought to be taken as a sign that, just as that sheriff said, uh, we are on our own. I didn't want to believe that for a long time, but it doesn't seem to me that there's any other people who can save America than the Americans of of Butler County, Ohio, or of uh, of uh, Rockbridge, Virginia, or other places, it's a it's a strange situation, and and I know there must be people who listen who gets tired sometimes of the same topics, but the same topics we talk about so frequently are topics that are killing this country, and um, there's so much pressure to hide these things. Like, like if imagine Biden fi- finally being examined as he should be, as a broken down um, pedophile with uh, uh, avaricious tendencies. 
but it's this is not an apology but i think one of one of the things that this show does is try to drive home to our listeners and to other people that you got to get out there and help you got to you got to prepare your own families for trouble you got to you got to prepare your communities you have to uh you know uh, believe in god and and take your own part if you will so that's my my take on that the other thing well, that's I think- Go ahead, Mike. Continue. Go ahead. No, the I, the other thing in ter- in terms of topics that take your the, time. Don't worry, take your time. I thought you were finished. Go ahead. No. The other the other thing that's that's worth I think talking about is the the almost staggering crimes that have been committed by this government with the help the Democrats with the help of the Republicans. Thank you. This man, Mayorkas, who they the Republicans failed to remove from office for what he's done at the southern border in conjunction with with uh, China, with Colombia, Venezuela, with Israel. We find out last week that Israel has got one of their main um, so-called immigration aid uh, agencies uh, based down in Panama, where Michael Yan goes helping people to get into this country. Uh, they lost it by four votes. Four votes went with the Democrats. Now Mayorkas, we find out, is the former president of this Israeli immigration organization that's working on the border to push as many illegals into America as they can. I've also read, but I don't know if it's accurate, that he's also a member of that group that wants to return Arizona, Texas, New Mexico, uh, back to Mexico. To Mexico, yeah. Yeah, and he's a Cuban, of all things. He's an ethnic Cuban. He's even more useless than Ted Cruz, and or, or not Ted Cruz, but uh, uh, who am I thinking of? Trudeau. Uh, Trudeau, the guy, no, the, the senator from Florida. Um, oh, Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio, yeah, another another genius in our in our quiver of geniuses. So. Uh, if they can't do a simple thing like that, a man who's guilty through his own admissions, a man who's been filmed in Panama uh, supervising the construction of, of new um, holding centers for uh, illegals coming up from uh, South America, a man who has defied uh, everything that's true truth uh, that's spoken to him and saying, no, no, you misunderstand, the border is closed. It's 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 just a, a signal to me, at least, that there's nobody on Capitol Hill or the White House that's that not is a- not compromised. That is not compromised. That is not compromised. I said it three times. And well, don't forget, call the law office of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. We'll represent you, no matter how blackmailed you are. We'll take care of you because we know you got lobby shops to pay us. Go ahead. They they may not be compromised, but they are on the take from somebody. Right. And the other the other thing is uh, th- this whole business. I think we've we've traveled these four years since Trump was legally denied the second term to see that there is exactly no value in the idea of internationalism. Internationalism since 1917 has been kind of the watchword of the American left. And since 1945, the Republicans have bent over and pretended that it mattered. 
It does not matter. We do not need to belong to any organization or to take orders from any organization. Do you remember what President Kennedy said about secret societies and organizations? Well, the, the thing is that these organizations are simply in the business of speaking out in behalf of the downtrodden, never doing anything, anything for them, but grabbing and creating power for themselves, whether it's the United Nations, the WHO, the, the EU, any kind of organization. And mm -hmm. in fact, America has come to that. What have we seen under Biden? Simply a government that talks about uh, doing good for others and doing good internationally, but really is only looking for power and wealth for themselves. Well, ju just look at the liberals that uh, that belong to the mic and the liberals that profess why we need more immigration, why we need more diversity. They live in lily white neighborhoods, lily white cities. They don't live, you know, they talk about there's, there's going to be the rising oceans, but they all live in an oceanfront place somewhere, right? Yes. They don't want to live in the brown or black areas that they, they pretend that they're representing or they really care about, right? And then they want to tell you uh, how you should live and uh, and push all this other pronoun stuff on you. You know, liberals are just, the, they're the fakest people there are. They're the, they're the most phony people you could find, you know? Uh, how can you call them out? Look, they, they pay this lady, what's her name? Uh, this famous lady on MSNBC. They pay her like $100,000 an hour. Oh, gosh. You know, she was... Big anti Trump. Oh, yes, yeah, Maddow, Rachel Maddow. Yeah. I mean, she's getting $100,000 an, an hour, you know, to sit in a seat, you know, and they just, they have their media and they have the public TV, they have the public radio, and they push it. By the way, in case you're into public radio, we're getting a bird show coming up now. You're going to love this bird <laughs> shows on, on your taxpayer dollar. We, pay, we fund that with, I think, $500 million a year. And by the way, you'll never, ever hear of a uh, a round table with a diversity of opinion, such as a, let's say, a constitutionalist, a libertarian, a Republican, a moderate, a rhino, a Democrat. You'll never get that. It's 100%. And most of these people on these shows, and <laughs> I'm not being uh, biased or, or in any way, but none of them have American names. You know what I mean? They all have some kind of name from another country. You know, they they might have been raised here, first generation, second, but the, and there's nothing patriotic about these shows. It's all down with America, down with America. It's almost like going back to the Vietnam time with Jane Fonda, you know. But that's the way they run it. And our uh, Republicans that we vote for, elected officials, they call them, and elites in Capitol Hill, uh, they still uh, they vote for that budget every year. So National Panhandle Radio and PBS, and by the way, PBS, I'm not going to. I'm going to defend it to the point where Masterpiece Theater is good. <laughs> that's, most, that's of it the comes only... from, most of it comes from Britain. Yeah, it all comes from Britain, where they make really good shows. And not every show has to be gay, all right, or uh, uh, by diversity or whatever. But continue, Mike. I'm sorry. I just went no, on no. a rant. That's, that's about what I had to say on that score, Colonel. I just uh, – everything – I guess, gratefully, everything is becoming clearer at the moment. You know, it – Hillary was out in her pajamas just about in a hurry trying to uh, describe Tucker as a, uh, what did she call him, a useful idiot. Well, if there ever was a useful idiot, I, I think it's a woman who gave uh, American ura weapons-grade uranium to the Soviet, or to the Russians. Well, I think she's a very bright idiot because she collected. 
Yeah. <laughs> collected. Okay. Uh, they, uh, what they that's not even a useful idiot, Mike. It's it's a it's a person who really has no love for the country and probably committed treason uh, more than more than the amount of people in the kill. Okay. And they say um, she was a pedophile act too. Right. And she was an Alinsky follower. Yeah. She's a, a lover of Lucifer kind of thing, you know? So, uh, yeah, pedophile. That, I like that. That has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Did, did, they have, did they have bathing suits with that name on it, too? <laughs> yeah. Maybe they have a water water uh, polo team. I don't know. Yeah. But, no, I mean, you, you, she's a – you know, we, we don't have to say everybody knows what she is. But the point is, yeah, I mean, this lady comes out. Of course, again, like I said, you have to give Putin credit. You know, he didn't leak. Any, he didn't say, well, you know, I did this deal with your Clinton guys <laughs> with a big cigar in his mouth. <laughs> you know, he didn't come out and leak. I mean, in our country, we have people that they they, they can't keep their mouths shut. You know what I mean? Well, clearly and, uh, score one for Tucker because she was out before dawn trying to hook her onto a TV show so she could speak about him. And she got no. You know, but she yeah. she really must have felt that 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 uh, interview hit pretty close to home in terms of the Clintons and the Clinton Foundation and the uh, Arkansas. They probably had like uh, three or four bottles left on the floor empty while she was watching that. And then they, she was waiting for Putin to say, well, I did this thing. I did that with the Clintons and the Clintons. And don't forget, they gave money to that foundation and the global initiative and the, the speeches. You know, these people have them. They can't talk, Mike. They can't say anything. You know? No, and they've, how long has the, that Clinton organization been trafficking people in from Haiti? You know, oh. or, or stealing babies or young kids from down there. That's, well, I always thought that the reason they were trafficking the people from Haiti is they needed some people for French language schools. That's <laughs> what I thought. I was really confused on that one. I thought we needed some more French speakers in America to train the young on how to speak French. You know, because French, French is the language of diplomats, as you understand. You know? Yes. Well, if we had one, we could teach them. But mm-hmm. all we have is Victoria Newland, and and uh, I guess she probably speaks Ukrainian. Um, who else is there? Blinken, 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 and Newland. It's uh, it's the same actors, you know, they, that they, uh, they've been over, with Ukraine since 2014. Yep. Mike, same actors. Yeah. I thought that was very good the way he he spoke about Ukraine and, uh, you know, how the Americans and, you know, he I think he kind of had he admired the Bush family and, you know, the family of the father and the son. And then he realized that, you know, they're just two faced in and he did it in a nice way. He called them two faced in a nice way, you know, that the the Americans are two faced. You guys are two faced, you know, there's and what he did say is just look at your dollar and look at your economy and. You know, why don't you clean? Basically, you say, why don't you clean your own house? Yeah. Get your house in order, you know, because, look, there's even your partners don't want to trade with your dollar. Even your partners, you use your dollar as weapon. Remember the old, what was it, the carrot and stick, Mike? Carrot yeah. and stick? Yeah. Now they're giving us the stick and there's no carrots. Well, there's not many people that listen to us anymore, even people who are in dire need of our money, because our money always comes with endless amounts of lectures. Well, that's what he said. He yeah. said every time you guys do a money deal, you know, uh, like the Chinese, they do the money deal, but they take everything up front. They tell you right up front, listen, we're not going to wait for you to go bankrupt and uh, not be able to pay us. We're just telling you right up front, here's the money, we take the resources, okay? And uh, it's it's what they call the soft touch, you know? Yeah. They don't hit with the, ca- the carrot and the stick. 
And, you know, in the end, uh, if the country's bankrupt, as we told you up front, we we're going to take all your resources and we and we built infrastructure for you. You know, over here, you know, we go down there, we say to somebody is two hundred sixty million dollars to put in this electric power stuff or whatever. And uh, we're going to go through our, you know, our organizations, our international organizations and banks. We're going to give you this line of credit. We're going to build all these power things. We know the people can't. They don't even have sidewalks. How are they going to pay this? Right. Yeah. And in 15 years, we re, we redo the loan. We tell them, hey, you're bankrupt, so now we'll take this, that, and the other thing. It's just like in Virginia now. When you travel on these uh, these HOV lanes, they're not even, they don't even belong to the Virginians. They don't even belong to the Americans. All of these roads have been sold to foreign countries. Yeah. And they can dictate the price. You know, At any hour, they could just flip the switch and say it's $4.99 to go half a mile. And this was allowed through the state government. So look- uh, I guess the states got jealous of the Fed selling out, and they said it's time for us to sell it. Yeah, hey, so we're coming everybody, down. The last everybody's got to get their hand in somebody else's pocket. Mike, we're coming down the last couple of minutes. You shoot for it. Go ahead. Well, in the week ahead, I think we'll probably next week still be talking about some of the same stuff. But I, I have, you know, I just have an uneasy feeling that America has never been more in danger of an attack by both nation states and by. Uh, rabble than it is today. The last, the last uh, uh, disguise of how impotent we are and how we can't get out of our own way was the the finding this week of the of the uh, special prosecutor for Biden's uh, um, hiding of of uh, official documents, classified documents. We now see that he's a nothing. So. You know, many countries in the world, they've got no one to deal with now in, in our country. And always in the First World War should always be in the minds of everyone. Uh, just a simple understanding that all of those countries that went to war in, in uh, 1914 had a, had a, a, a pre-made, predetermined idea of what would happen if they didn't act when they were the strongest. And they took advantage, the Germans took advantage of it, the Russians took advantage of it, the British, all of them. And they were all acting on their survival. We we don't even, we're not even in the position to act in favor of our own survival at the moment. We don't have enough of a military. But there's other people around the world, like the Russians, especially in the, in the Chinese, who if they, if they think that they're, present uh, situation is going to deteriorate quickly, both in terms of economy and security, there'd be no better time to attack the United States. And as that sheriff said, in terms of the federal government acting to defend Americans within America, don't count on it. We're going to have to do it ourselves. And so uh, it's a dangerous time anywhere from World War to uh, uh, guerrilla fighting or insurgency fighting in the United States, and no one is prepared to do much about it. All right, Mr. and Mrs. America and everyone around listening to us, you heard what Michael said. So prepare. Whatever the preparation you need to do, prepare. Because we we don't have the stomach in this country, like other countries, like the people in Gaza are witnessing, like the people in Israel are witnessing. Okay? You're not ready for that. You're not ready for it because you want sports. You want sports 24-7. You want TikTok. You want the kids at two years old on an iPad. You're not ready for this. 
the tears that this country will 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 bleed of tears. The tears coming down will be a river. Okay, you're not ready for it. You're not ready to give up the SUV and the pickup and all the other stuff. Hey, we got to wrap it up. It's always great to be on the National Security Hour with Dr. Mike on AmericaOutloud.news. And I want to thank Dr. Mike for coming on today. And I want to thank you, the listener, for joining us on the mission. The National Security Hour is the tip of the spear in the epic battle to defend the United States of America. And we mean that. And with liberty and justice for all, we're going to say goodbye and we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us.